This is Unfilter, episode 138 for March 25th, 2015. This morning, U.S. military leadership warning service members to use caution when posting on social media after an online group calling itself the Islamic State Hacking Division released personal information for over 100 military members calling for ISIS sympathizers to kill those listed. Coming at you live from the North American Broadcast Studios of Jupiter Broadcasting. This is Unfilter, the show about the news that you really shouldn't be watching. My name is Chase, and joining me is my good friend, Mr. Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, buddy. Watch out for that ISIS hacking division. You mean ISIL hacking division. (laughs) Or the Dash hacking division. What What is that? We're going to get into it. Well, I mean... To be fair, I, I I had heard of that term before. I was watching yeah. the news the other day. Like, that's just and, like, and they bring up the the about the list and the yeah, names and yeah, stuff. We're gonna, we'll play I it all. I know yeah, we're gonna yeah. get through that. Yeah. But when I when I when I saw that, I was I looked at my wife and I said, Are you, buying you, this? "You buy that?" She's like, "They don't have a hacking division." <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, "Oh man, wait, yeah, they're good. so so." But Chris, cyber scary. But wait a minute. Chase. But wait a minute. If yeah. they do have a hacking division, right? That means they got to have a production division, right? Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they got to have you know the green screens and sure. lighting and cameras and audio. I mean, it's all possible. I mean, they probably have a good benefits package. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, what? No. Hold on a second. No, I know. This is starting to trend into our area of expertise. Yeah, I know. I know. And I could use some health. I've been having health problems. Health I mean, insurance problems. I mean, I know you want to expand. Yeah. I mean, this and would be a great way of doing other, it. I got to tell you, the Obamacare thing has not been going so well for me. No, so if I, that's if I, true. If I could get it, I, wait. Are you saying you're not saving at least what twenty five hundred dollars on your on your premium? As of as of the recording, March twenty fifth, uh, for for all of this year so far. Uh, I have been paying for insurance. I have had insurance. I had insurance last year. I've been paying yeah. for insurance. I actually do not have insurance coverage. Ooh. Yeah, we are stuck in some sort of weird Washington Health Plan Finder crazy loop Oy. and where uh, we keep getting bumped up to supervisors that don't exist and Ooh. things like that. Well, yeah. uh, you know what? You could just move to Canada. You, you know, can like, go like, to the UK. I guess they got to look into like legal action at this point. Ooh, that's expensive. Yay, Obamacare! Yay! <laughs> so uh, you had a pretty big day today. Wow, yeah. So today, as we record this on March 25th. 2015. 2015. Unfiltered, 138. You, you're you not supposed to do that. that. You didn't do it. I didn't do it, but I, you did. I can't do your redundancy, it. Your redundancy, But the date was redundant, too. Yeah, fair so enough. So I just figured it out. Yeah, fair enough. Just keep it. All right. So anyway, no, today was my last day at my current employer, because um, on, on, on the following Monday, I start my new gig at Sinclair Broadcasting Group. Woo! Also known as Como TV. Well, Como TV and other 130 stations across the U.S., and uh, you'll be doing IT there. I'll be doing IT. And uh, you'll be giving us sneaky reports from the inside of the beast. I, I, I hope so. I hope I don't have to sign some sort of like well, uh, NDA no, saying I can't take pictures. Would. You I, never. I would never. You would never disclose never. something. But if somebody like were to uh, just <laughs> Skype in with an anonymous tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, how's it going? How you doing? Uh, no, yeah, maybe Bill down. Maybe if Bill no, visited Como yeah, yeah. and Bill gave us some info direct from the weather deck. It wouldn't be you, yeah. and it wouldn't sound like you. So, well, you know, one thing. I can talk about is last Thursday, I got to spend some time down at Cairo Radio FM yeah, and uh, was part of a focus group. I was able to kind of share my wealth of knowledge, and I'm not going to uh, share that on the show because that's very, very local specific, but I will talk about the technology for a minute. It's a very... They they have spent a lot of money on technology at, at Cairo. Uh, you know they have a full Axia digital they're system. Like, they're like the biggest station. They're, big, they're the biggest FM talk station and they're in, in the an, Seattle area. Well, it, actually, more in the West. They're they're uh, they're an anomaly uh, because you know talk radio in a lot of places in the U.S. is dying. But it's in here here in the Seattle metro area. It's so strong because you know they focus on local. They have uh, they have uh, you know anchors who care about their communities and things that are happening. Uh, but yeah, I mean the tech. Technology there is amazing, and like I don't know if you ever watched the in studio shots, mm-hmm. yeah. But 
like that background looks like a wall. Yeah. It's not. It's it, you touch it and it and it it flexes. It's yeah. like an actual carpet in front of the wall. They have sound ducts everywhere covered. I mean, it's amazing technology what they have there. And, yes. and I saw where Kimmy Klein stands when she does her reports. You never see her on camera because yeah. she, she's actually in the engineering booth. Yeah. She's in the en- huh? Did you meet Kimmy? I can't say anything. Was she nice? She's cool. Yeah. By the way, half the names were not even real. I don't know if you you get that. By the way, oh really? Yeah. Well, some some people have real names. Some people have half real names. Like so, for example, you know Jason Rance. You ever heard of the Jason Rance show? Yeah, that's that. Jason that is. Just, you just totally bummed me out. That that's his real first name. That is not his last name. See this this is, is so disingenuous. Well, here's the problem. Back in the day with radio, uh, no, no. Back in the day with radio, yeah. people were much more psycho. <laughs> You know, they, they would, uh, I, I guess, try to stalk their favorite DJs, whatever. But nowadays, you know, with podcasting and everything else, people want to use their real name. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I'm just teasing. I know. That sounds pretty fun, buddy. No, it, it was really cool. I mean, it's it, it's uh, it's neat to – and the program director is a geek as well. So he's like wanting to talk about the technology. Yeah. But everybody else in the focus group – I was the youngest guy there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you see how they're doing their live streaming at all? Did you get Yeah. Their- yeah. They, they use a – they have a separate computer set up for that. Yeah. They they use a, a live stream uh, system and they have it going into a Canon – Like a branded live stream system? No, no, no. They, they have it go through a, a capture card on a computer. Like a Mac or a PC? Uh, uh, PC. Uh-huh. And did you see, was it Wirecast or was it like... Uh, no, they're using the live stream software. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's too bad. You should yeah. be like, hey, you could replace that that same software with something that does the same thing, only goes to a bunch of more services. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but yeah. Just saying, no, hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, they have auxiliary studios and I mean, just the whole facility is really, really cool. Well, it was, it was uh, a lot of fun. Before we get too far away from the ISIS hacking. ISIL, Chris. Right. Uh, maybe the the rest of the audience. You seemed like you're pretty caught up on it. I don't know if the rest of the audience is. So this first clip will bring you up to speed. If you're not familiar with the, uh, we'll start we'll start big. Okay. And then we're going to work our way local. Is this the ISIS military division? Yeah. Uh, okay. From their special hacking unit. Who you <laughs> you you? I believe you've heard of the, what they did for the, against the troops, but I don't know if you've heard some of the smaller places they've hacked all around. You know. The nice heartland of America. I'll play that for you in a moment. We'll start start with the big hack. That's what you call a tease. Among the personal information posted on the hit list, pictures, home addresses, and phone numbers of commanders, captains, and major generals. In total, about 100 members of the U.S. military. Many of those singled out are pilots, including this man seen holding his baby. The list was posted by a group calling itself the Islamic State Hacking Division. And tonight that... And and, and because, you know, here's how you know they're legitimate. Yeah, they're on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chase. Uh, yeah. Do you see? Did you? Did they? Did they white out how many followers they have? No, no. Uh, well, yeah, they did. Can you go look them up right now for us? Uh, what, what's that? It's what, wait, at wait. is hacking div. Is hacking div. div at is is hacking div div div. Do you think the site's still up? Well, it's a Twitter account. I mean, well, they do take. Yeah, they suspended it. It's gone. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's that's too bad because. Oh, that's me. Where's your shot? Do I have a shot of your screen? Well, no. You should have a shot I of my screen. I did at some point. Oh. But okay, so they whited it out. But you can see they've done seven tweets. They have ten follow. Oh, following ten right there. Why am I so dumb? No, no, that's how many. Oh, right, yeah. That oh, yeah, that right. accounts being followed. So uh, seven tweets and look, seventeen minutes, eleven minutes, and nine minutes. There, and it's, got the it's it's fluff. It's nothing because the count's gone anyway. Look at this. 17 minutes, 11 minutes, and 9 minutes, and there were 7 tweets total, and they happened to get a screenshot when those things were that fresh. Not bad. Maybe they made it. They were on top of that, weren't they? Surely, yeah. And, you know, anybody, I mean, not just anybody, I guess. And they already have a favorite marked, too. Division. And tonight, that group is calling on ISIS sympathizers to, quote, kill the service members in their own lands. I I really can't get past the fact they whited out. That seems like lying to the audience. They whited out the followers. Behead them in their own homes. Stabbed because it was probably zero. How much you want to bet? Thinking they are safe. It could very easily uh, become something that uh, really matters from a personal security standpoint and could deeply affect the security of all of these personnel. Law enforcement officials say a few of the individuals in the group are ISIS affiliates and have been on the FBI's radar for a while. But it's still unclear if ISIS leadership ordered this list. 
Law enforcement sources tell CNN there is real concern a lone wolf sympathetic to ISIS will target the service members. There is no way that uh, all of these people could receive a personal security detail. They have to do things uh, like ensure the security of their own homes. Uh, perhaps in some extreme cases they may consider moving out of the home that is listed as their address. The Pentagon tells CNN all the service members on the list are being notified, though there's no evidence of an imminent threat of an attack. And the Pentagon is asking all service members to continue to clear their social media profiles of any personal or identifiable information. In this case, officials say the group behind the threat compiled this list of addresses and names through publicly available information online, social media, and the white pages. Well- all right, Chad, don't forget to bang suggest as we go and get ready. This one's going to be thick. We're going to slog through it, but words matter. And, of course, now that ISIS can communicate over Twitter, it's time to talk about shutting down freedom of speech. Right now, Jonathan Gilliam, he is a former Navy SEAL and FBI agent. So this FBI list was agent. posted by a group that few know much about, uh, and perhaps it doesn't fall into the hallmarks of other typical ISIS threats. But in your view... How seriously should be should this be taken? Well, I think there's several different things that we can look at here. For one, uh, you know, the fact that ISIS is putting a name to different divisions now shows you that they're they're actually <laughs> ISIS is and, and ISIS is doing this, of course, because a Twitter account was created. That's how we know ISIS is doing this. Yeah. ISIS is putting names to different divisions. And but, because but of wait, that, but we, we know but, but, but we know it's ISIS. No, we don't. Anybody could have made that account. Yes. Anybody. Anybody. Could have been somebody in the U.S. government. It could have been some kid. It, it could have been, been CNN anybody. itself. Different things that we can look at here. For one, uh, you know, the fact that ISIS is putting a name to different divisions now shows you that they're, they're actually organizing themselves into a structure. They don't even call themselves ISIS. And that's another thing, too, is we don't. They like, don't even call themselves that. A hacking division isn't a real legitimate division of anything anyway. <laughs> so that they now have what they call the hacker division. So that's something that we should take serious because they're really defeating us on the propaganda stage. And that- Now, how great is this? How Orwellian, how 1984 twisted is this? That we... We're as being the, defeated. As this guy's talking to us and talking about the the ISIS hacking division, the, the, the peak so far of ISIS propaganda, he is telling us that ISIS is winning the propaganda game. Listen oh, my to this. God. Propaganda stage, and that's a problem. Is this necessarily going to, you know, inspire others to, to here inside the United States to go and hit these American uh, military service members? May Maybe, maybe not. But the fact is, uh, for, we first have to look at the fact that they're defeating us in this propaganda war, which is, uh, you know, part of war. The other problem wait, I have is... Wait, Did he just admit defeat? They're I, beating us in the propaganda... Wait, he, he just said that, right? I guess we're also... I guess we're in declared war, too. Yeah, is, but, but, but he just basically said that we're losing. Yeah. No, that, that this has been... This is actually something that's been – they've been saying this for a couple of weeks now, that we're losing the propaganda where we're losing the propaganda where ISIS is beating us. And that's I mean, why they children- have better production values. They're using Wirecast. They're now, using Final Cut. Here's something we didn't touch on last week. But do you remember those three girls that got recruited to go to ISIS? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Did you hear that they got linked back to a Canadian? Yes. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. Oh, yeah. we did? Okay. Yeah, good. we did. Yeah. We, uh, at the end of the show, it was like uh, Stephen Harper's. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. So so when he talks about, like, so what they say is we're losing the propaganda war, and that's why, the, like, specifically, they have said, like, that's why these three girls went to join ISIS. No, that's but not the reason it's why. Bogus. Yeah, it is. To look at the fact that they're defeating us in this propaganda war, which is, you know, part of war. The other problem I have is how they're getting this information. Oh. They're not hacking into government servers to get this. This is open source material. Oh, how do you feel oh, about that? How much do I oh, hate that oh comment? Oh, my God. How I much know, do I hate I, that? I mean, this is I, open I mean, source. F- first off, I mean, I don't like that comment. Yeah. But f- yeah. for you, yeah. you, yeah, I really, host of the Linux Action Show, really host of the me. open source show on the Internet. It's, oh, my God. It's open source information, Jake. Ah! This guy now is red. I am up to 11 with livid now. Oh, which is, man. You know, part of war. The other problem I have is how they're getting this information. Uh-huh. Okay, how they're getting it. How they're getting it. I'm yeah, how, how are they getting it? They're yeah. not hacking into government servers to get this. All right, they're not hacking into government okay. servers. All right, all right. All right. This is open source material. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> what? 
What? I'm sorry, what? what? A lot of this comes from embedded reporters who, you know, mention names and quotes from people that are service members. So it comes because of reporting on the war. Okay. Because there's reporting on the war. That's why this happens. Number one, chalk okay. that up. Number one. Yeah, all right, yeah, yep. Yeah. Can't have open media. Nope. And the other problem is social media. Oh, oh get rid of the Twitters. Free speech online. Free get speech online. Get rid of Facebook. And back when I was in the military, uh, I got out in 2002. You know, social media hadn't didn't have this leap forward that we have now. Force protection is a major issue, and we we have to. The military really has to start rethinking. You can't just have Facebook pages and Twitter and all this stuff with you know your military uniform on and all this information about yourself because it you know if you are known to be a service member on Facebook and then you check in somewhere now these operatives, these homegrown operatives Mm -hmm. may know where you are if they're able to get into your Facebook. That's a legitimate Uh, concern. And that's actually something that they've been warning service members about for a while now. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if I fully share it, but okay. It seems like a legitimate concern. He goes on uh, for uh, another, boy, another three minutes talking about. Open source, talking about open source. Yeah. What he really, really meant was that uh, it's publicly available information. Right. The stuff that people are posting on Facebook and things like that. That's what he actually meant. But of course, that's not what he said. Uh, and it, it's uh, and of course maybe he says it to, to make himself sound smarter. Sometimes I wonder. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's probably why they say some of these things. All right, so that's the big scale story. But uh, Chase, did yes, you know Chris. there was a local ISIS hacking here in Washington? There State? was a local ISIS hack. Yep, on the other side <gasps> of the mountains. On the oh other side, my gosh. the ISIS hacking division doesn't just go after service members. No, they want to disrupt Pleasantville across America. Good evening, and thanks for joining us. I'm Aaron Luna. From Virginia to Washington, hundreds of companies surprised by a pro-ISIS hack on their websites, affecting multiple inland northwest companies. KXY Force Katie Curry is working for you with details on what the eerie hack consisted of. Katie? Aaron, owner of Lataw Creek Winery, Mike Conway, says you see ISIS on the news all the time, making various headlines. And although no one was physically harmed in the cyber attack on the Lataw Creek website. The Lataw Creek website. The winery. Yeah, so... Um, I was just going after the winery, Chase. Yeah, well, I mean, not only that, but, you know, that's one of the most popular sites on the internet. That's absolutely... I mean, it's like, you got Google, Yeah. you got Yahoo, you got yeah. Bing somewhere in there. And then you got that winery in you Spokane. You got the winery in Spokane. <laughs> Yesterday, sends a very strong message. It was only supposed to be a routine website update. Post pictures, update information... But it took an ugly turn. All of a sudden, the website locked up. Oh, my God! The website locked up. Okay, so all of a sudden, the website locked up. Let's break this down. We're all fairly technically inclined. Let's break this down. All of a sudden, the website locks up. It took an ugly turn. All of a sudden, the website locked up, and an ISIS uh, screen came on. The website locked up, and an ISIS screen came on, Chase. Mike Conway is the owner of Lataw Creek. He says the strongly worded message came as a shock. It brought home the fact that this is something that's uh, that's real in the world and it's not going away. He is not this stupid. A message to all peoples of the world and especially to governments. The hackers who identify as Team System DZ go on to praise Muslims and threaten the U.S. and Israel. It is scary. I, I never from the beginning thought that it was something that was targeting, targeting us specifically because there was no reason that they would have. And, and looking into he was probably one, hey, Here's what it was going on. He was running an old version of WordPress. That's exactly what I was thinking. Although I think I think they say, hold on at the end, because that's exactly what I was thinking. But one, I think maybe it's this clip. There's, hold it's on. actually happening on a national basis. Mike is now working with the FBI to find out the cause of the hack. It's a kind of a work in progress at this point in time. All we know is it's back up and running right now. As of now, he believes the there route the hackers used was through the website software platform they operate their website through. Because their Hold ad on. agency, ad BHW1, agency. uses the same platform and were hacked too. So it might have been either the ad software they're using or WordPress, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, now we go to... this. But, is fun. I mean, I, I, first off, I can't believe that this gentleman... Is that stupid to think, well, this is ISIS? I mean, it, it could be anybody just go right. ahead and. I know, I know, I know. Now, hold on. We got to oh, keep. God. I love the local route. So ISIS All continues right. to terrorize America. Thank you, Tom. New tonight, Lancaster Township had its website hacked by a group claiming to support the terror group ISIS. The group removed what was on the front page of the website and added its own message. That message read, quote, I am Muslim and I love jihad. I love ISIS. Same, same, same template. Yeah, yeah. And reported it to the FBI. This sort of malicious uh, hacking happens on a regular basis. There's no 
security breach. There's no loss on the township's part. There was no compromise yeah, of any yeah, information. Actually, there is a security like said, breach. It's, it's you didn't keep it up of, to date. Uh, yeah, I know. This is like... Uh, this is like, uh, you know, like it's kind of almost spreading misinformation. Oh, I, I wouldn't. Of graffiti in the 21st century. Yeah, we checked the website just before news time, and it seems to be back to normal. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah good, yeah, good, good. <laughs> because we, you know what they end up doing is they just throw an uh, index.html file in front, and the index.php is still there, you know? Yeah. But- but uh, uh, don't you uh, don't you think like uh, this is obviously an attempt in, in a sense? Don't you get the sense this is an attempt to just make ISIS seem like this big boogeyman? And even if, and if you have some bogus malware, well, I mean, out if there, you're if you're a hacker, I'm sorry, you know, if you're an ISIS uh, you know yeah. hacking division person, you know, obviously, you know, you're going to use this to your advantage and say, you know, hey, if I just say it's from ISIS, you know, no one's going to think it's me, right? Oh man, that is genius! That's totally what you do. Yes, it's the perfect cover. I know that, that's pretty good, Chase. I mean, Chris, you know, when you didn't have your audio files, you know, at the start of the show, you know, yeah. we 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 had to delay the start by a few minutes. Yeah. That was ISIS, Chris. Right, not my fault. No, it was ISIS. Right. Yeah. So if, if you're, if you're uh, an evangelist listening, I apologize. But, you know, let's say you're heading home from work yeah. and you had to stop off to the store and get some stuff. Or, or drink some beer. Or someone cut you off. ISIS. Yeah. ISIS. God. This is great. <laughs> this, is, this is what the Unfiltered Show is for. This is your life program, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Chase uh, Nunes has just introduced <laughs> the solution to your problems. ISIS. The solution is ISIS. <laughs> it's, a, it's what they're using it for you know, everything. You know, they're, just one, one dose a day will keep the excuses away. You know they're going to ride this until CISPA passes, which is going uh, through right now. Well, yeah, because they're going to say, well, we need CISPA because look at all these ISIS hacks that are going on. Should, ooh, should we? Ooh. Mm, I don't know. Are they, do you think? Are, you know, I know we're at 138 here. I was just going to say, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this in the red book. I'm going to say, you know, uh, episode 138 here. I'm going to say i'm going to say uh that they will bring in the isis website hacks here's my bet and and, right, and, and, twitter, and twitter uh for cispa uh you know revival yes okay go ahead so uh, my my thinking is my thinking is this kind of is like it's a not going to be like this huge deal yeah. but it's kind of going to be this it's going to be like Eventually, we'll discover like there's this brand of malware or something out there that just are auto label stuff, and we'll just we'll just do it. And when that's discovered, we'll say, "Oh, well, ISIS created that." Oh, ISIS malware. Yeah, it's ISIS malware. But ISIS I, and it malware. could just be like an iframe, or it could be full on like crypto locker kind of stuff. But I think that's as far as this goes. And CISPA comes out around that same time. But I want Mass, I want I want ISIS malware. Mass Mullen got it and in the chat room. ISIS fired Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear. <laughs> I knew it. That is what happened. That is what happened. So uh, while we're talking about cars, yes, <laughs> I was. I'm, I'm a little bummed, buddy. Because as long as we're not talking about white Toyota pickups, sometimes right. Sometimes I use you as sort of like my test guinea pig. Yes, you yeah. know, like you tried mm-hmm. the OnePlus. Yeah, the Pebble. Yeah, the Wirecast Six. Yeah, yeah, and the Android Auto. Yeah, yeah, I had and it so for 24 hours. I, uh, I was, I think it was what on Instagram or something, or I was somewhere and I saw on Instagram or, or Facebook or one of these horrible social media sites that suck the life out of you. Yeah, that you, uh, you were uh, getting uh, Android Auto set up for uh, the Chase Nunes uh, vehicle. Yeah, I, I had it choice. for, I had it for. Tw- I, you don't have this screen set up. Uh, you know what? I'll check. Let me see. While you talk about yeah. it, I'll check that. So, so basically, I decided to take the plunge over the weekend uh, and pick up myself a Pioneer deck. Uh, Chase got a new job, everybody. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but basically, uh, Pioneer uh, came out with three different uh, decks. Uh, there we go. Nice job, Mr. Chris. Thank you, sir. Thank uh, you. This is the AVH 4100NEX, and as you can see, it's running Android Auto. Um, and so first off, this picture doesn't do its justice. This picture makes it look like the image is perfectly clear. Well, it uses a non-capacitive touch screen, meaning you actually have to f- push into uh, the screen, oh. um, and so you get you get all those. You know what happens is because you have a non-capacitive touch screen, you get that kind of a pixelation effect yes. on the screen and that, that drives you crazy, and it drives me nuts. And it started driving me nuts the more I started to use it. 
I liked it a lot. Um, you can only use Google Maps with it. The audio was amazing. The integration was awesome. So did you get integration with things like Spotify or podcast yes, players? Or- yes, it, it supports uh, Pocket Cast. It supported oh, really? Spotify. It supported uh, uh, MLB Baseball. It supports uh, Google Play Music, all that. So, but, but, th- but it's a very limited set of apps. So like NPR One might not have an app, right. for example. And the apps are very, very restricted, and they have to conform to the Android auto interface and you know the rules that you know Google has laid out and stuff. And you just, but if it wasn't for the touchscreen, you would like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was one of the biggest drawbacks. To me, it uses I think an eight hundred by four hundred, uh, you know, resolution so it looks screen. Crappy. It's a little grainy, yeah, um, you know. Uh, but past that, I mean, all and Google, the f- and Google Now is on there. Well, this is not really Google Now. That's that, Just the cards that, that's like, like the home page of Android Auto. So, like for example, and you touch it, huh? And you just touch it, yeah. Huh. And the call huh. integration. And by the way, in the top right hand corner there, you'll see the little symbol there for the microphone. Google Voice integration is very, very heavy on this thing. Uh, as totally Jim in the chat room just said, you know, it is powered by ISIS, so I did have to get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, it works out very, very well. Uh, but. I I think I'm going to wait for Gen 2 um, just because I want a little bit of higher resolution screen. That makes sense. That's yeah. kind of what I was leaning towards, too, just but based it works, on some of the reviews. But it, but it works brilliantly. It really, really works very, very well. $700, though, for the, the entry point deck. Uh, they have higher end decks. That, like, the highest end deck is a capacitive touchscreen, but it's like $1,400. But it has built-in GPS. The problem is these units are more expensive than they need to be. And, and, and by the way, the ISIS hacking division is already working on a port that will work on your on your Nexus phone and also on the tablets as well. Can I put well. it in cardboard? Can I put it in cardboard and make, <laughs> yeah. a, make a VR? But no, some people, you know, they just have a Nexus 7 tablet on their dash, and they want to just have Android Auto on that thing and just tether. And so uh, there are people working yeah. on it right now. I'm down with that. Yeah, I've just been enjoying just Bluetooth integration with the uh, with the Flex Two uh, 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 FM transmitter and ah. uh, just putting the mount up on my desk or on my on my dash. Yeah, but you know, you, once you move on to one of these one of these decks and you know update your in car stereo, you're, it's going to be like yeah. night and day for you. Yeah. I mean, totally. I uh, actually uh, right now that is probably on the bottom of my list. In fact, uh, my week has been so busy. So today, uh, to make sure that I gave plenty of room, because I, I sometimes, you know, it gets really tight doing the unfiltered show. Oh, I bet. And uh, so to make sure I had room, I canceled Tech Talk today because I also had my daughter. Whoa, you canceled? Oh, well, I saw, but I saw, I saw the, uh, I saw yeah. your your uh, daughter's pictures. That's yeah, awesome. they were adorable, right? Yeah. yeah, she had a great time, and I wanted to make sure I could go. So in order to make sure I had enough time to do this show, I canceled Tech Talk this morning. Okay. And I also. <laughs> I, before you go, you should check out my truck. Did you look at my truck when you walked up? No, I, I, I mean, I just glanced at it, yeah, I, okay. but I, never, I didn't look close. Yeah, you should take a look at the exhaust. Oh, no. So I was like, pulling out of here the other oh, night, no. and I don't know what happened, but like, oh, so no. the exhaust where it connects to like like the catalytic converter in that area of the truck yeah. just like fell off. Oh no! So my exhaust is hanging by like a bolt right now. Oh boy! But I was gonna go get the I was gonna go get it fixed today. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I gotta do a show. Well, hey. That's what I'm saying. That's the dedication. So I'm now going to drive home with a dangling see, exhaust. But see, dangling by a single bolt. But Chris, you're doing the show not just for, for us and not just for the people in the chat room, but for the 375 That's people right, who right. support us on That's Patreon right. at patreon.com slash unfilter. That's right. And the, now uh, with the improved uh, pre and post show, I'm also putting a little pre-show in there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to do a big file so they can just get it all in one file. And I, I want to give... Two dings to the patrons who have decided to jump in there and actually respond and thank you for heeding our call and giving us feedback yeah. on a our lot of post them shows. Like seem like 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 like, like, the, like the single file, right? Yeah, and obviously you know we it, it's hard to do everything <laughs> everything you guys request, but, but yeah, the feedback to, is so important. We're gonna try to split the difference and go with that. That seemed like the one that was the most common. That was seemed to be. Yes. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I agree. So but, I just figured we'll go that route because we can't do. So here's what you get. So I'll always back up if you're an unfiltered supporter you go over to patreon.com slash unfilter you sign up two dollars or more you get the pre and post show that's all you gotta do you gotta pledge two dollars a month you get every single show you get some bonus content and the bonus content makes it quite a long show and if you think about it in terms of uh, hourly ratio to dollar amount that's a pretty good deal oh yeah uh, and when you go up to five dollars then you get the whole smorgasbord you get the ultimate experience with like all the clips all the notes everything the source code and really especially as my time gets less and the show notes suffer a little bit 
the it's really where that the, the value is, is in the in the actual files and in the notes themselves totally. in that supporter sync. Yep. So you get access to that. Plus, you're also helping us back it all up. And then towards the top end, we've got that swag level. We send out swag from time to time to unfiltered supporters. That's right. And like we did bacon coffee mugs and stuff. Yeah. Conspiracy bacon mugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So I gotta say, you know, really to see you guys jumping on board, especially at our new two dollar a month level, has been awesome. You know, we're so close to like hitting a um, you know that three thousand plateau, and you know. Uh, we've been talking about, you know, at nauseum, you know, we want to get some additional help in here. Um, and, you know, being mm-hmm. one of our future goals would be to have a producer to help us, mm-hmm. you know, kind of curate those clips, get them ready to go for us. Oh, and stuff. man, that would be so amazing. I know, like, wouldn't or it? just having somebody do like, so I go NSA style, I do bulk collection and having somebody just go through the bulk with me a little bit. Yeah. would be really handy. Kind of prism it out a little bit. Yeah. You know, maybe do like a little X key score on you some know, of that stuff. I know a perfect organization. Yeah. That might be able to assist you in that. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, the they are called the Dash Hacking Group. Oh. Uh, and they're located uh, in the Middle East. And you might want to, you know, bang them up yeah. and, and, and uh, try to reach out to them. I, I think they might have a Twitter account. I'm not sure, though. Do you want to touch on the uh, Bagdoll or Bergdahl uh, story at all before we... Uh, we can touch on it briefly. Do, okay. do you have any clips on it? I or? do. I've got, okay. I've got Napolitano breaking it down. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, obviously, I don't know if you guys heard today, uh, but Bar- Bergdahl, you know, the... the the bow, uh, the gentleman, the soldier uh, who was uh, left essentially yeah, his, left his unit post, and yeah. was with the uh, uh, what was that group again? I don't remember. I can't remember. The, I didn't remember. It was the Taliban. Yeah, it it might have been the Taliban. But, uh, but now, it was there with he was with him for five years. Yeah, and we did a prisoner exchange. Yeah, so we we gave them some prisoners. Which and we is got a him big back. Deal. And at first, the White House was like, you know, he's a hero. You know, we're bringing him home. Then it kind of turns out maybe he's a deserter. Right. And now, officially today, we come to find out that the U.S. Army is going to be charging him for not only desertion, yeah. but to, like hanging out with the enemy or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the judge is going to break it down what all these different stuff means because they're going to go. He's going to go legalese to play. English for us, Chase. Mm. Judge? All right. So the details of the charges against Sergeant Bergdahl. The first charge can get him up to five years in prison, and it is uh, desertion with intent to shirk important or hazardous duty. Five things you have to prove, right, Judge Napolitano? You have to prove all of them. Yes, you have to prove all of them. Break it down. Number one, one. he was accused. He quit his place of duty. He he left. The accused quit his or her place of duty. Right. So you got to prove that first. Then second, you got to prove... The accused did so with the intent to avoid or shirk certain service. Right. Wasn't a mistake that he left. Third, right. the duty is to be performed was hazardous and important. He was in a, he was in a, a dangerous place. He was in an, an active military zone when he left. Number four, the accused knew he or she was required for service or duty. He didn't sleepwalk. He intentionally left. And number five, the accused remained absent until a certain that date. That is very key. That's what gets him the five years. The fact that he sent things home. He sent uh, clothing home. He knew he was going to be gone for a long time. So if they get all, if they can prove mm. all five of those, he goes away for a maximum of five years. Article 99 called misbehavior before the enemy by endangering the safety of a command unit or place. Think of that misbehavior before an enemy. Hang on. Number you have to. Pr- That's the one you were trying to remember. Misbehavior before yeah, an enemy. Yeah, I thought before I called it hanging out with the. <laughs> Hanging out with the enemy. Yeah, you know, you're buddies with everybody. You're good yeah, friends. Right. I am good friends with yeah. a lot of people. Things. One, the accused has a duty to defend a unit or place. Clearly he did. He was part of a group defending territory. Number two, the accused committed misconduct. He left. Number three, the accused thereby endangered the unit or place. We don't know what the danger was. Uh, actually, we kind of do. Maybe they're just having a brain fart. I uh, remember some people like got seriously screwed up trying to, like, or died trying to go after him, right? Well, that's the thing. If, if they can link uh, deaths yeah. to him. Yeah, that's and, what that's referring yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be very interesting. And number four, the kicker, the act occurred before the enemy. In meaning in front of the enemy. You might this is what gets too. him yeah. the exposure to life in jail, in prison. That he did something to harm American troops after he got there, after he deserted, while he was staying with the enemy. From, from a, a legal perspective, it's interesting what that evidence would be. It might be surveillance. It might be his own words. It might be somebody from the enemy who has deserted to our side who was there who can testify what he did. But this is the kicker that... that that is is his defense team's nightmare. So they might have some sort of satellite view of it. 
they might have him confessing to something. Correct. We don't know what it is. Come on, Shep. You mean a drone view. You mean a drone view. Come on, Shep. Right? Yeah. Come on, get with the program. That's, that's just about all there is to yeah. it there. Uh, I just thought that was interesting and it's, it's newsworthy. If something develops there, we can follow it in the yeah. show. Yeah. And I just want to do a couple other kind of current stuff that's going on this week. You, did, this is an interesting one. Okay. So this story breaks like this. Israel denies spying on U.S.-Iran talks and sharing intelligence. Right. That's how the story breaks. Israel denies. I'm like, denies. Oh, okay, when you start with a denial, there's something here. Right. You got smoke. Yeah. Definitely some fire. Right. Uh, so uh, we know very little because nobody's really saying a lot, but some of these clips are going to break down this story, which I believe is a pretty major freaking deal. Describing his relationship with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu as businesslike, President Obama said there's nothing personal in their disagreement on two key issues, the Iran nuclear talks and prospects for Palestinian statehood. This can't be reduced to a matter of somehow let's all uh, uh, you know, hold hands and sing kumbaya. The president uh. rejected Netanyahu's latest position in favor of a two-state solution with the Palestinians, something the prime minister rejected just before his re-election. He pointed out that he didn't say never, but that there would be a series of conditions in which a Palestinian state uh, could potentially be created. But, of course, the conditions were such that uh, they would be impossible to meet anytime soon. Making matters worse, senior... All right, so stop there. Okay. So that's going on in the background during this Iranian spying stuff. So right. this is going on. Uh, you've got Netanyahu recently came over. He gave that big speech that Obama wasn't happy about in front of Congress. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. not happy about his stance on the two-state solution. Yep. That's a big point for Obama and the Democrats in general. It would be a nice cap in Obama's legacy if yep. he could help that. Yep. Previous presidents have tried. That's going on in the background why the Iran talks are going on, which obviously Israel is very much against. Obama administration officials complained to the Wall Street Journal that Israel is spying on the Iranian nuclear talks. And that part's really important. Let me back that up again because it's pretty clear. Remember, Edward Snowden leaked uh, classified information and he's sitting in Moscow. So let's play mm, this part again. Okay. Making matters worse, senior Obama administration officials complained to the Wall Street Journal that Israel is spying on the Iranian nuclear talks. They complained to the Wall Street Journal. Obama administration officials complained. That's called leaking. And leaking details to Congress. It is one thing for the U.S. and Israel to spy on each other. So this is also pretty interesting. So Chase, uh, so uh, a, a senior Obama administration official goes to the Wall Street Journal, complains that Israel is spying, and here's what he says. He says, look, yeah, I mean, they spy on us. Hey, we spy on each other all the time. Uh-huh. That's no big deal, which I think is adorable, uh, especially since uh, we have like a pretty interesting relationship with them in terms of information sharing. And they say, but no big deal. But here's the big deal. They now shared that information with Republicans. But the newspaper quoted one official. It is another thing for Israel to steal U.S. secrets and play them back to U.S. legislators to undermine U.S. diplomacy. The president tried to laugh that off. As a general rule, I don't comment on intelligence matters in a big room full of reporters. No, I just have one of my staffers leak it to the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> but lawmakers on both sides are puzzled. Uh, now, you way, can tell he was ready for it. Look at way, that. Who's, you know who's on the left? Uh, his uh, his aide? What? No, that's what? Kathy McMorris Rogers from Spokane. Yeah. The Republican who gave that response a oh, couple yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. She's always by his side. I, I know. In every press conference. Yeah. She's like his right, right-hand guy. Possible hidden candidate for president. Totally. Yep. You should red book that. I'm red booking it right now. Yeah, red book that because I, I watch her a lot because yep. she's in every conference. Yep, and she's very pop, popular with uh, right. both sides. And remember, she gave that response, but remember she had a – she needed some water that Look day. Look at Boehner's face. Look yeah. at Boehner's <laughs> Right. Aww. She was the one that needed water. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, and it was good. She didn't look quite as tired then as she yeah. does right now. Yeah. All right, so listen. Boehner – I like Boehner, man. You could tell he prepared for a long Room time for this question. Full of reporters. But lawmakers on both sides are puzzled. Look at this, Chase. Watch him. Just watch him, Chase. This is okay. great. House Speaker John Boehner denied receiving any classified information from the Israelis. Uh, I'm not sure what the information was, so, but I'm baffled by it. Now, his, his, that, that gal in the background, what was her name? Uh, Kathy McMorris Rogers. Watch Kathy's face when he starts saying that. Okay. Yeah, just watch like her blinking and, you know, like... Yeah, she looks of... tired, too, by the way. Yeah, she does. You're right. But I, I don't know. She looks like she does know. Classified information from the Israelis. And he's licking his lips. Uh, I'm not sure what the information was, so... But I'm baffled by it. She did a little see, lip curl. You see how her a lips... A little yeah, lip curl. Yeah, yeah. And then they like, flattened and tightened at the end there. And then look at these two guys. See this guy? He's doing the lip thing, too. 
That guy mm. looks guilty, doesn't it? The guy, yeah. the, 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 yeah. the dorky-looking guy doesn't look, uh, but the other dorky-looking guy looks really guilty. As did the top two men on the House Intelligence Committee. We have not been briefed by the Israelis on, on anything uh, that's in the Wall Street Journal article at all. And in none of those cases have the Israelis uh, discussed with me anything that I would consider a classified uh, or even all that sensitive. The Israeli prime minister's office is denying it all, saying these allegations are utterly false. The state of Israel does not conduct espionage. Well, we know that's false. <laughs> against the United States or Israel's other allies. I mean, we just know that's not true. We know yeah, that's, we know that's so not true. So why would they say that? Because it's the, for the news. But the accusations are not completely new. Look how look how uh, look how comfortable Josh Ernst here is getting uh, in his uh, Josh Ernst here in his yeah. position. Look look at watch watch his face. Watch how comfy he is. Okay. Just last month, the White House was openly complaining about Israeli leaks. There's no question that some of the things that the Israelis have said in characterizing our no- our negotiating position uh, have not been accurate. And Repub- I think Josh just became my favorite. Uh, Did you see really. That face? I miss kind of. What was it, Ari? I, I liked Ari. Uh, no, not Ari. It was uh, a. Uh, uh, was it Ari? No, it wasn't Ari. Ari was a long time ago. I know. That's like my last favorite. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I liked how he kind of just kind of. I'm liking Josh. You liking him, huh? I'm liking that. Did you watch that face? Just while play it one more time. You watch got a new, you got a you got a kind of a, a bro love going on watch, here. Huh? Just look at that smug smiling. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm giving you a line face. Of the things that the Israelis have said in characterizing our, no- our negotiating position, he's smiling. Uh, have not been accurate. And Republicans suspect some of the anonymous complaints about Israeli spying are just more sour grapes from the White House over (laughs) Netanyahu's meddling in the Iran nuclear talks. As one GOP aide put it, it's flat out laughable, this aide said, to suggest that the Israelis had to tell the U.S. Congress to be concerned about a bad deal. Ding. All right. So uh, there you go. That's going on right now. And uh, are you interested in all about some of the details on the Iranian talks at all? Uh, it's a little dry, isn't okay. it? Well, we can skip it. Yeah, That'll yeah. be in the show notes yeah. or in the uh, supporter sync if uh, you guys want to listen to that. Uh, here's one thing that does kind of grind my gears, Chase. You know oh. What? Hey, Chase. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, Chris. Hey, Chase. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chase. Hey, uh, you know what really grinds my gears? I'm going to tell you what grinds We agreed my gears. to continue to uh, keep in place our close security cooperation. Afghanistan remains a very dangerous place, and insurgents still launch attacks, including cowardly suicide bombings against civilians. President Ghani is pursuing reforms to further strengthen Afghan security forces, including respect for human rights. And as part of the ongoing NATO mission, the United States will continue to train, advise, and assist Afghan security forces. As we announced yesterday, we'll work with Congress on funding to sustain 352,000 Afghan police and troops through 2017. At the same time, we'll continue to conduct targeted counterterrorism operations, and we'll, uh, we agreed to maintain a dialogue on our counterterrorism partnership in the years ahead. Now, at our peak four years ago, the United States had more than 100,000 troops in Afghanistan. In support of today's narrow missions, we have just under 10,000 troops there. Last year, I announced a timeline for drawing down our forces further, and I made it clear that we're determined to preserve the gains our troops have won. Uh, President Ghani has requested some flexibility on our drawdown timelines. I've consulted with General Campbell in Afghanistan and my national security team, and I've decided that we will maintain our current posture mm. of 9,800 troops through the end of this year. Oh. The specific trajectory of the 2016 drawdown will be established later this year to enable our final consolidation to a Kabul-based embassy presence by the end of 2016. There you go. So uh, Back to Afghanistan, Chase. Or actually, we're just staying there. Well, yeah, we're just uh, – well, it's an, it's another hotel. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it is definitely another I mean, hotel. we've seen the hotel in Iraq. Hey, uh, while we're talking about something that makes Baghdad. me uh, live it hot, can we talk about the Cold War a little bit? A couple of interesting bits. I'm just going to place a couple of things for you. Uh, we got a new Cold War. And I think we're watching it right here on the show. And at least if you don't believe me, maybe you'd believe Fox News. Occasions tonight that what used to be the dormant Cold War between the U.S. and Russia may be alive and well and heating up. Russian President Vladimir Putin is upping the ante militarily. And now the U.S. is responding. Now, note, uh, note the assumption here. 
if you actually break down the timeline, we were the first to do military exercises in every circumstance. Right. So if you break it all down, it's not really Putin. Putin's actually responding, and now we are responding to Putin's response to our response. <laughs> National security correspondent Jennifer Griffin has more from the Pentagon tonight. With Russian aggression in Ukraine continuing, the White House announced it will begin... Russian aggression in the Ukraine. <laughs> Because of the separatists, right? I guess. Right. Yeah, I that's, guess. That's just yeah. Russian aggression. Yeah. Yeah. Training 750 Ukraine troops after a phone call last night between Vice President Joe Biden. So we're training 750 Ukrainian troops. That's our response. Russian aggression. We're training 750 troops. Which in, troops. in comparison to what we just heard about Afghanistan, doesn't feel like a lot. Yeah. After a phone call last night between Vice President Joe Biden and Ukraine's president. This as Russians celebrated the one-year anniversary of their annexation of Crimea. In Russia, we always thought that Russians and Ukrainians were one nation. I think so now, too. Putin recently ordered widespread Russian military drills involving 40,000 servicemen, 41 warships, and 15 submarines. A senior NATO military officer says Russia has carried out a dozen snap exercises in the past two years, including the one that ended in the invasion of Crimea, a shift not seen since the Cold War. The U.S. says Russia has been jamming the airspace over eastern Ukraine while continuing live-fire drills on Ukraine's border. NATO, meanwhile, intercepted 11 Russian warplanes and transport aircraft. We're intercepting their planes. That had turned off their transponders en route to Kaliningrad, the tiny Russian enclave in the Baltics, where the Kremlin announced this week that it plans to deploy state-of-the-art missiles known as Iskander missiles along the border with Poland and Lithuania. The U.S. Army, meantime, is flexing its muscles as the U.S. Army's European Command announced it was sending dozens of striker combat vehicles and 600 troops on an 1,100-mile convoy through six countries in the Baltics. This is that, wait, that, that's a long drive. This is getting serious. Wow. Starting March 21st. This road march is significant because it demonstrates to the Russians that that the American Wait, I, I don't I can't take that guy seriously. Remember last week he was the one that yeah. just said kill Russians. Kill kill more Russians. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm that guy, I'm sorry, he's He's great. He's, he's great. lost a whole life. In the Baltics, oh, great. Starting March 21st. <laughs> this road march is significant because it demonstrates to the Russians, that that Russian. the American military can maneuver across their front. 750 U.S. military vehicles, including tanks and artillery, began arriving last week. Sounds like a lot of money. In Riga, yeah. Latvia. Now we're going to lean forward and demonstrate to Russia and to Putin that we are not broken in our uh, efforts to stand together through uh, this type of aggression. We are not broken in our efforts to stand together in this type of aggression. It's this feels like a, another cold war. We You're are not. Right. We are not broken in our efforts to stand together. This. What is he saying there? Well, he's talking about the NATO nations. Oh, well, yeah. We yeah. are not broken in our uh, efforts to stand together through uh, this type of aggression. But what he's saying is, it sounds like he's what he's really saying is we're all ganging up together and being aggressive. Well, well, but, That's what he's I, but saying. I think he's also saying that. I know you what know, he means to well, say. I know, but Russia's like implying that we're broken. Uh, but I just to me, what he sounds it sounds like a, it sounds like when you say something that you actually mean to say. Efforts to right. stand together through uh, this type of aggression. Russia announced it will deploy long-range nuclear-capable strategic bombers to Crimea with no nukes on them. But so far, they have not done so. Brett. Jennifer Griffin, live at the Pentagon. Jennifer, thank you. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, Jen. So that's pretty intense. Now, uh, I wanted to uh, play this one about... Uh, so uh, the reporters that aren't all caught up, like uh, one of my favorite, Matt from the AP, uh, he doesn't buy a lot of this BS. And he says, now, hold on. You guys started doing these training exercises first. Why is NATO calling Russia the aggressors when we started making the show of force mm. first? So they start going back and forth. I'm going to play a little bit of this clip for you, Chase, and we'll see how much okay. you want of it. Ready for this? This is kind of fun. Uh, the U.S. is beginning military exercises in Estonia. And I'm wondering, why is it that when Russia is carrying out exercises, it's uh, suspicious, it undermines peace? When the U.S. Does, does that, it's exclusively for peace and never undermines anything. Oh! I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I'm sure what you're referring to. <laughs> you, you suggested or you had an allegation uh, about Russian exercises. Da, 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 da. Da. What is it you're... Well, uh, you know, we, we hear that all the time. And from the most uh, recent one, Jen Psaki saying, 
Russian exercises in Crimea would undermine a diplomatic peaceful resolution of the crisis. Well, we hear uh, we heard well, a similar the, you reaction. You seem to forget, though, that Crimea is part of Ukraine. We um, heard a similar reaction. Estonia is an over, independent country. We heard a similar reaction over Russian exercises uh, in other parts of Russia, close to Western borders. There's always suspicion. No, no, and no. I, I'm sorry. I think you're distorting. Stability. You're distorting what's been said from from this podium by my colleagues uh, and by the U.S. government. We have consistently said that we recognize the need for routine military training activity. Now, one of the ways, uh, one of the dynamics in these press conferences, she's sitting kind of far back. Yeah. And he can kind of shut her down. He's going to shut her down. If I remember, I don't know if I have this part in the clip, but Matt will jump in and kind of be like, oh, wait a minute now. And we Just say that it bit. should be consistent with international law and it should be conducted He's reading a statement, with due regard right. for the rights of other nations and the safety of aircraft and vessels. This guy has a huge binder. Uh, and whenever a topic comes up by one of the reporters, they all have tabs, and he flips to that section. And here's all the things you're allowed to say about that section. So right now he's on the Ukraine tab. That's how right. Works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been our position consistently. Um, and but so also I'd, from I'd urge you to go back and review the record uh, before, before you know, twisting what it is we've said. Uh, that, that, that is not, uh, we always hear a suspicion and criticism of Russian exercises somehow undermining, you know, stability in, we in just the heard region. It. We just and heard that. when the U.S. is carrying out exercises thousands of miles away from home, uh, near Russian borders, and that's fine. Russia does that at home, and that's not fine. Do you see an inconsistency? Again, in that I think position? I've addressed your question because that when he said that that, that clip about the, the troops at the end of that last report yeah. that was on Russian soil. These things were happening on Russian soil, and then they're talking, they're comparing that to the things we're doing over there. And by the way, she is a reporter from RT, RT. Yeah. By the way, Matt's yeah. from the AP. She's from yeah. RT. You, yeah. you, uh, I think you, I think you, Matt jumps you are in. Twisting how we've uh, how we've described Russian uh, exercise activity, um, and uh, I think uh, our activity with uh, on the territory of NATO member states uh, is has a, a degree of transparency that. Um, is uh, is hard to criticize. Yes, go you ahead. See, you had a question. Uh, you, no, no, I'm sorry. We're going to move US, on. Please shut her down. Well, Jeff, yeah. Are you saying that Matt the jumps the, in? The, the, the problem, I, I understand what, you, what you're saying, but the problem is that you were critical of Russian exercises that were in the general vicinity of the Ukrainian border inside Russia. You said it contributed to... That's our boy, Matt. To, <clears throat> mm-hmm. It contributed to um, une- unease and instability during the crisis in Ukraine. So he's calling nice. You're saying when Russia does this, this adds to unease and instability. Hey, and by the way, good for him for backing her up, right? by the way. Yeah, I know, right? Seriously, I mean, because honestly, she's she's got a she's the one with she's the bad got a, rep. Yeah, she's she's, the, she's got a stink. Well, yeah, and the reason why she's got a stink unfortunately is because it's Russia today. Yeah. But you got the AP here, you know, he's, he's saying this is actually a legitimate question. Yeah, and I, give, give him props. And this is the stuff that never makes it on air. And you know what? It never makes it on air because honestly, it's a little dry. It, yeah, it's <laughs> a little dry. Yeah, but I think it's kind of important to see the way we, the way we, you know, like even re, there are reporters that recognize. And they're trying to hold accountable. You guys are twisting this yes. stuff. Yeah. This was Russian exercises inside Russia, somewhat close to, although I think the Russians would argue it wasn't that close. Mm-hmm. To you, to to the Ukrainian, to the Eastern Ukrainian border. Well, that's been in reference to a specific uh, conflict uh, zone. Um, I think the question was was much broader um, and uh, suggested. They never answers. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. It just kind of goes on. The rest of the clip is in the supporter sync. Yeah, but you yeah. know what? It, that's a very good clip. I mean, it really is. It's a little rough to watch, but I it's, think it's, it's but but it, but it does show the evasiveness of yeah. the State Department and our yeah. government yeah. in 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 how they're playing the game. Yeah, and remember. Uh, the EU. Yes. Came from a State Department representative. That's right. Yeah. Uh, hey Chase. Hey Chris. Uh, I know it's going to be rough for you, buddy. Yeah. But I think it's important. Don't look at my screen. But there is one more newsworthy thing that happened. Okay. And I promise to make I make a commitment to you right now. We're not going to okay. get swept away swept swept away by this on the unfiltered show, which would be kind of easy to do. Okay. But this week looking. sort of officially marked off the 2016 presidential elections here in the oh, United States. Or the race. Hey, I know what this, not the I know what this is going to be. I know what this is going to be. Your buddy. Your ah, good friend. My good friend. Net neutrality hating Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted. He announced his president. He's, he's going to run for president. Ted, why? And so what, why? Ha- so what happens after you announce you're going to run for president? You go on a press tour. Yeah, yeah. you got to sit down and yeah. get asked all of the hard questions. Yeah, the, the, the tough, rough questions. Yeah, so Gail asked uh, Ted Cruz the really hard question. You know, you know, there's all these issues about, you know, uh, what to do about like a flat tax, uh, you know, uh, states' rights. Of yeah. course, obviously, Ted Cruz's stance on net neutrality. So what Gail's going to do, she's going to jump in and get right to the most important questions right yeah, here for you. Yeah, we've got to wrap it up. But I do have one more thing <sighs> because I see headlines where people say, who is Ted Cruz? Who is Ted Cruz? This is important, buddy. Okay? Just stick with me. This is worth it. Trust me. Okay. So this is what I'd like to know. All right. What do you think she's going to ask him? Who are you? 
What kind of music do you listen to? Oh, oh, now, hold on. Just stick with me, please. Have faith, uh, with, your, okay. have faith right. in your buddy, okay? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm holding on. And, and by I'm the way. I'm holding on. I'm holding on, man. Look at that face. Look at that face. That is the face of a wait, politician. Wait, Well, uh, before you play, look at this man right now. Look at that man. And by the way, if you're listening to the audio, just look at this guy. you got to look at this face. He's going to change a lot and yeah. up to 2016. But look at this guy. Could you see him? As your commander in chief, standing on the podium saying, you know what? I love America. If he lost about 35, 40 pounds, maybe. He's got to, he's got to buff up and lean up and he could go for that angle. No. Uh, but he's going to be, he's going to hang in there to the end. So, but I want to do this. Let's break down his body language, all okay. of that. All so right. watch Fair his enough. answers. Okay. You know, your music, things like on that. On a Saturday night, what are we doing? What are you watching on TV? What do you do for fun? I'm watching The 700 Club. Uh, on TV, I just finished watching the third season of House of Cards. Okay, um, which, which, really, uh, you have good really like that. You have good taste in TV shows. <laughs> you know, fortunately, there are fewer murders in, 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 in politics and in real life. What's your music? Okay. Now, there are so many ways to answer this question. There is only one way Ted Cruz can answer this question. And watch with the genuine sincerity... Uh-huh. That this man delivers this answer. And there is, I'm not even going to ask you what he says because there is no way you could guess this. It's going to be country music. Well, yes. Yes, I'll <laughs> give you that. Yeah. That's not the best part, though. Oh, okay. That's, that's not even close to the best part. All right, part. okay. You know, uh, music is interesting. I grew up listening to classic rock, and I, I'll tell you sort of an odd story. My, my music taste changed. On 9-11. No! And, and it's a very strange... I actually intellectually find this very curious, but on 9-11, I didn't like how rock music responded. And country... Hold on, we gotta back it up. We gotta back it up. We gotta back it up. Let's just make sure everybody heard uh, that. By right? the way, for all the people, because yeah. obviously you don't see me. Yeah. I, I, what am I doing, Chris? Yeah. What am I doing? You're facepalming, Chase. Yes, I am. You're facepalming. Yeah, okay. Uh, All right. Now, uh, if you'd like, uh, for extra credit, we're going to go through this one more time. Oh. Watch Nora's face. She does the, oh my God, is he saying this? Then she runs the tongue through the cheek like, this is disgusting, and I'm swallowing something that tastes bad face. Okay. Watch her. Okay, I'm watching. Mm. And, and it's a very strange, I, I actually oh, actually find wow. this very curious. So I'm going to play it back one more time because she does it even better. So, okay, he's going to say, my, my music taste changed. Watch Nora. Watch on her. 9-11. Mm. And, and it's a very strange, I, I actually intellectually find this very curious, but on 9-11, Look at that I face. didn't like how rock music responded. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, are you really doing this? And country music collectively, the way they responded, yeah. it resonated with me, and I have to say... What the hell does that mean? How the hell did rock music respond to 9-11? What the hell does that mean? I have no idea. And look at, look at, look at, she's like, oh my God, this is happening. Oh my God, this is happening right now on our show. Are you going to make a robot prediction that he will be the next president of the United States, Chris? (laughs) No, dude. It it just is a gut level. I I had an emotional reaction that says, these are my people. And so ever since 2001, I listened to country music, but I'm an odd country music fan because I didn't listen to it prior to 2001. No, I I hear you on country music. Now, he just gets done piling maybe one of the biggest lines of bullshit I've ever seen on the CBS Morning News. Seriously. I know. Can I, do you want me to play one more time? No. Please? No. It just feels so... It's like... It's like All right, one more. It's like... Just it's, one more. It's like porn for me or something. I'm, I, I, it's like plying a Band-Aid and ripping it, it off. a little bit. Applying it and ripping it off. In real life. What's your music? You know, uh, music is interesting. I grew up listening to classic rock, and yeah. I'll tell you yeah. sort okay. of an yeah. odd story. Like who? Yeah. Oh. My, my music taste changed. Yeah. Uh-huh. On 9-11. And, and it's a very strange... I, I actually intellectually find this very curious, but on 9-11, I didn't like how rock music no. responded. No, I, I hated it. And country music uh-huh. collectively, the way they responded, it resonated yeah. with me. And I have Gail, to say... Gail, you don't know. You're not, level, you don't know. I, I had an emotional reaction that says, these are my people. And so ever since 2001, I listened Everybody's to country music, but I'm an on-country music fan... Because I didn't listen to it prior to 2001. No, I, I hear you on country music. Mm-hmm. And w- final sentence. So, you know, this guy just got done piling on that. Just, just tell me that doesn't feel like a pile of crap, right? Wow. So now, so one sentence, wait, Ted wait, Cruz. Wait, Chris. 
When I ask you, hey, Chris, what kind of music do you like? Yeah. What kind of music do you like? Uh, I like dance, boom, boom. No, I don't know, Chase. You yeah. hear what I play on the pre Yeah, I know, yeah. Like but Ronald James. You don't, you don't go into like a, a three-paragraph know, diatribe, right? Right. Yeah. you know, my musical taste. Well, and you remember I told you in the pre-show, Gail pre-screens them in the green room and says, hey, I'm going to ask you some questions like this. So he had time to think that question up. That wasn't wow. on the spot. That was the worst answer you so could ever give. So after he piles all that bunch of lies onto the <sighs> wow. table, he then goes on to say he's going to become president because he's going to be the truthiest candidate of all. Final sentence. You should be elected president because just one sentence. Because I'll tell the truth and I'll do what I said I would do. All right. We shall see, Senator Cruz. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you. You're the first candidate out there. Thank you, Senator. Senator, Thank you very much, sir. I'll tell the truth. After that, after piling all of that crap in there, dude. After piling all of that. No, he probably believes what he's saying. Dude. No, that's what's, uh, you know, now remember, do you remember, it was way, way back. Uh, do you remember a way, way ago, like, I played that clip of him, like, he, like, walks up to the camera, and he's just, like, he's, like, just changes mode oh. and starts talking in, like, this different kind of... I know. Uh, it was weird. Uh, it was well. weird. Well, if you, need, if you need an escape from Ted Cruz and his antics of country music... Oh, well, he- oh yeah, I forgot. I don't, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's all right. Don't worry about it. Oh. Just head over to Reddit, uh, unfiltered.reddit.com. Yeah. That is the community where you guys can join us. We have 1,889 of you that oh. are submitting stories. I didn't see that Clinton one before we went on air. Yeah, we have a, a new Clinton. Uh, hit by the top one there. Check out that top story. Yeah. I think the top one there is the Israel spying story. Yeah, was, uh, the subreddit was really yeah, on that. Yes, uh, submitted by Viratitunda. Vira I think I got that wrong. But... Vira- who, yeah, but you know, all you guys who submit stories into the show, thank you so much yeah. to do that. Unfiltered.red.com. It yeah. makes the show better. I check it uh, all the time. And uh, we really appreciate it because it gives us an idea of what you like and feedback as well yeah. there as well. Now, Chris. Sir. During the course of the week, uh, you know, you're doing shows like Tech Talk. Oh, whoa, wow. Really? Twitter? Yeah, I'm You're on there? Yeah, twitter.com slash Chris LAS, buddy. Just celebrated an anniversary. I talk about stuff. You know, I announce stuff. I sometimes tweet pictures of stuff. What about you? You trying it? You know, I do the Twitter thing. I give everybody three more characters. At Nunes, N-U-N-E-S. And if you were following me, I tweeted out yesterday, uh, you know, the most interesting man in the world, the Dos Equis guy, was caught carpooling with somebody. I don't know if you saw that picture, but he was caught in somebody's car. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a great a, picture. That's pretty good. I like how he's. I like how he's kind of covering his face. Too. Actually, he's laughing. They, they, oh. He was laughing. He's oh, having okay. a great time. Okay, all right. Yeah, fair enough. Well, buddy. So next week you'll be uh, newly employed. That's right. Uh, and uh, we will be live. We'd love to have you live. Uh, join us live. JBLive.tv. We do it Wednesdays. You can show up for the pre-show, and then the show kicks off a little bit after Chase gets here. Uh, that's right. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, I'll be here on time. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, send us some feedback over to jupiterbroadcasting.com slash contact, and uh, hit that uh, contact link over there and choose Unfiltered on the drop down. But hey, I want to say thanks to all of our awesome patrons. Thank you for supporting us again. Head over to patreon.com slash unfilter yeah. if you want to support us. Absolutely. But until next time. We'll see you right back here. Next, next week. week.